Hey guys, welcome back to Uncut Hawaii. And if you're new to our podcast, thank you so much for joining. You know, Andrea and I, we're filmmakers. We, this podcast world is a new world for us and we're learning every day, but we've just been so excited about the support that we've gotten. So thank you so much for liking, subscribing and following us every week. And today we have a very exciting guest, McKenna Madooley. She's a rock star. She's traveled around the world. She's been on so many TV shows and whatnot, but she moved back home and created and founded a um, a show Talk. called Talk Store mm-hmm. with McKenna yeah. Madooley, which is an uh, Emmy Award winning show yeah. now. So we're excited to speak with her and and hear her journey. Yeah, and I'm excited to talk to her about like some of the conversations that she has that have been like really memorable to her because that's kind of why we started this podcast too, just to have those long format conversations and to share the whole conversation uncut and in people's own words. So I know she's been interviewing so many amazing people in Hawaii. So excited to have her on. Thank you, McKenna, for being on the show with us. Thanks yeah, for thank having you me so too. much. We're so excited to talk to you about all the things. We all get to things. flip roles, right? Because you know, you you have a talk uh, story show, and now like we get to ask you now questions. The and tables have talk turned. Talk story with you. <laughs> oh, it makes me look kind of nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. We're all nervous here. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Um, well, tell us. We want to hear about your journey to. I mean, you are an accomplished television host and you are have interviewed Hollywood to like every big name here in Hawaii so tell us like take us all the way back mm-hmm. okay well, did you always know that this is what you wanted to do I think I did I didn't know exactly what I was gonna do but mm-hmm. I knew one day I would be talking story with mm-hmm. people elevating people's stories and really like I always wanted to share the good that other people were doing um, especially in our community here in Hawaii mm-hmm. and I it fell you know it kind of fell from the sky but mm-hmm. I, I've yeah. had many careers and many lives mm-hmm. but when you want to take it back to the beginning I grew up in Kalihi Valley to a very big large Hawaiian Filipino family mm-hmm. my dad's a producer my mom's a promoter so I grew up either in the studio or the backstage of McCall Bash, yeah, right? Yeah. And like watching shows. And I've just grew up with all of the names in the industry. Mm-hmm. And it just, it really was natural for me to talk to people. And I was everyone's niece. Everyone was my auntie, uncle. Uh-huh. And um, I went to Christian Academy. And then I went to Roosevelt High School. Proud graduate where I really started to learn um, more of my voice. I danced hula and really loved performing arts. So mm-hmm. didn't quite know when I left Hawaii to go to California what I wanted to do mm-hmm. but it it kind of when I look back at it now which is 20 t- something years later <laughs> it's really cool to watch and I'm so grateful like now I'm doing podcasts with you too you know it's yeah. really it's really cool so when you went to California you went for school yeah mm-hmm. so I moved from Honolulu to San Francisco first what did what did you study at that point, I literally was had no idea. I was just taking all my core classes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I transferred. So from Foothill College, I found an extension program at UCLA for broadcast journalism. Okay. And I thought I wanted to get into hard news, but I didn't quite fit. It was like I was so emotional that mm-hmm. I would like cry when someone would get hurt or someone mm-hmm. would have car accidents and mm-hmm. people. And um, it wasn't until I had an internship at KBC, which is the huge station in Los Angeles that I got an entertainment internship and uh, so I went from hard news to really loving um, to really loving entertainment news and it was a couple days or a couple weeks after I started and the producer came up to me and she said are you ready to go to your first red carpet and I was like okay and (laughs) the 
George Pinocchio, who I was studying under, was he was sick that day. So I went to my very first red carpet in Hollywood, um, barely 21 years old. And I think that's when I fell in love uh-huh. with being an entertainment reporter. Yeah. And Just that energy and everything. That yeah. was like the first of probably lots of big breaks for you, huh? What was that red carpet? Do you remember? Yes, it was the red carpet for Intolerable Cruelty, which was starring um, George Clooney, Catherine Zeta-Jones. The soundtrack had songs from people like Stevie Wonder on it. So oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm this young, you know, Hawaiian girl from <laughs> Kali Valley. And I'm my first celebrity interview was George Clooney. Stop. I, oh, oh my God. Yeah. And two he, weeks into the new job. Two weeks into an internship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It Not was even really, a job. Internship. It was, it was yeah. an internship. And, it, you know, and I like to encourage the kids in Hawaii here too you know i you you have a passion and you really find something that you're good at but then I never knew. See, even right now at this stage in my career, I'm like, what's next? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you, and you just follow, you follow your heart and you mm-hmm. do what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So awesome. is he nice? He was so kind. He was so, so kind. Um, and there have been many, you know, I think. So we're back to where I was like 20 years ago. Um, and I, KBC, I had just t- spoken to everybody. Junkets were really big at the time mm-hmm. too. Do you remember mm-hmm. Junkets? Yeah, Press so, Junkets. You're too young. So Press, <laughs> press Junkets, right, where you, uh, a host would interview the celebrities of the movie that was coming out. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned a lot from pros like Nancy O'Dell and Billy Bush and Sean Robinson, um, Ellen, and, you know, going and having all of, I was on the lot at NBC and ABC. Wow. So just yeah. being a local girl, mm-hmm. kind of just like in the carts, like Jay Leno was being filmed in one studio uh-huh. and then Days of Our Lives was in another studio. So I think I really absorbed the energy of like, okay, how do I do this for where I come from? Or how mm-hmm. do I help what's happening at home? Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. where the passion began, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And become, did you learn how to become an interviewer in that in that job? I think learning how to become an interviewer comes from my natural curiosity or just mm-hmm. being me, Ele. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being like, what? Do you want about a sister's day? <laughs> I definitely think that that is a natural um, thing. But learning to interview um, has been letting people speak. You know, everyone mm-hmm. wants to be heard. Everyone mm-hmm. has questions. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to be seen. And they have their own stories to tell. So creating a space that's safe Mm -hmm. like you guys have made me feel where we can talk about things and really making people feel comfortable and if I had to say if I did something different I I love to include people to make them feel like they're part of my family Mm -hmm. and I I think that that. that's something that I've taken with me from red carpets Mm -hmm. to you know I've traveled all over with Billboard Live and MTV I worked in New York Mm And just making them feel like they're a part of my family, that they could be in Kalihi Valley at a jam yeah. sesh, uh-huh. yeah. you know, and that's important. That's so, you a know, huge, that's a great approach too. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. So with all that experience, you know, you, you got to work in LA, New York, or all these red carpets. I you, you, you developed this passion of like coming back home and trying to do that. So tell us a little bit about that and like why you came back home. Decision to come back home, yeah. Mm-hmm. The decision, so we're last week, so I was in the mainland for prop for 17 years. So oh, I wow. did three years in San Francisco, 14 in Los Angeles, and I had actually moved with my best friend to Austin, Texas. Oh. And, you know, if we want to rewind a little bit, I had gotten the dream job of Access Hollywood red carpets. I'd gotten MTV, and I don't know if you guys are still too young too, but like, 
I had always wanted to host MTV Spring Break. Like, oh, girl, I am oh, yeah, not I too young for that. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and so I started checking things off of my, I'm a very big vision board person, mm-hmm. like in front of my office and my desk, like my best friend makes fun of me, like you've won too many vision boards. But you know what? <laughs> hey, it's never too many. There's never too many. Mm-hmm. And as long as you visualize and you can see, but I was, you know, in my early 30s and just like, wow, check that off, check that off, check that off. And then it just, you're always evolving. Like, what mm-hmm. do you, what's next? Mm-hmm. And after the red carpet thing for a little bit, I didn't really feel mm-hmm. I wanted to be there anymore. There's mm-hmm. a type of um, energy that sometimes happens behind the camera. And you guys would know this, that of this energy or ego or things that I necessarily wasn't aligning with. Mm-hmm. And I thought I needed a little bit of a change. So mm-hmm. I actually left Los Angeles and I went to Austin looking for a morning host job. And um, during that time in Austin, I was only there for maybe f- a few weeks and I was sitting down at my computer and I was typing and I just didn't know what I was doing really. I'm like, what am I going to do? And I literally heard in my ear, go home. Like Whoa. in my ear. Oh, that just gave me chicken yeah. skin. <laughs> oh my god. And gosh. I heard that. And it was go home. And then I heard the words KHON, which was the station I ended up working for, and Halle Sweet Halle. And I was in the middle of Austin in on 7th Street, like just like, okay, I think I'm supposed to go home. And it was this gravitational pull that I believe my kupuna brought me back here to mm-hmm. really, um, one of my uncles had been sick and I'd wanted to spend more time with him. And I just so happened that night after dinner had gone online and looked up job positions here in Hawaii I think there's pretty much about 16 to 20 of them on Uh, camera positions yeah yeah and one of them became available 15 minutes prior to me stop wow Wow. that is crazy the universe aligning and your kapuna telling you yeah whoa that just gave me chicken skin again and I think I was home within two weeks and I moved home within a month from from LA to Austin Austin back to LA back to Honolulu wow what kept you away for so long do you think I mean 17 years a really long time for somebody who's like so, such a Hawaii girl, you know. I came home a lot, a yeah. lot. Mahalo mm-hmm. for my Hawaiian benefits. <laughs> um, I came home a lot, but I think that you know I surrounded myself well, when we were from Hawaii. There's just we gather, you yeah. know. Yeah. We have Especially a crew outside of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the Bay Area, which is a huge local community as mm-hmm. well as Los Angeles, made sure I made lots of trips. But um, and I had lots of visitors, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think my hunger to soak up what the world had to offer i did Mm -hmm. a lot of traveling you know all over the world and i think that the interest in that kept me away and then it was like boom when i came home it was like a year one speed full speed yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i love that so what has it been like then? So when was that that you moved home? What year 2016. Was that? So this oh, okay. has been six years this June. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. And you've been able to accomplish so much in six years. Yeah. My gosh. I'm tired. It's a break. But it's like, what's next? You know, still. That's, what, that's how I feel. You know, when I came home, so I was a weather anchor and a morning news reporter and then, uh, which I knew nothing about, but I grew up here. Mm-hmm. So I knew what the weather patterns were. Mm-hmm. And I got to learn some live news kicks, you know, morning news, four and a half hours live on air. It's no joke. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Yeah. I get nervous recording here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. And um, I actually had applied for a couple of positions at the station I was at and was passed on them. And they were a morning news show and a lifestyle show. And I sort of was like, mm, it was kind of, maybe I'll go back to L.A. I didn't really know what I was going to do because I knew that I didn't want to stay. I think that the intention for me to be at the station was to maybe fall into more of a news role. Mm-hmm. And um, I just didn't vibe. I didn't feel 
myself. I couldn't feel no. my true authentic self, <laughs> as they say. Um, but it's so overused now. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. overused. But it is. But um, it's true, though. I mean, it is true. Like yeah, if things don't align, you know. Yeah. You, you gotta figure out what's next. Yeah. So what happened? So I gave. I didn't sign on for another contract, and I kind of took the summer off. I started a little Holly Sweet Holly Home Collection Company, mm-hmm. and I um, had been friends with the general manager now at Hawaii News Now and our new mayor, Rick Blangiardi. Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, can we meet with you before you go back to L.A.? And I was set to go back to L.A. two weeks later. And I was like, OK. And I met with them and they said, you know, we don't know what we have for you yet. They had no position really mm-hmm. for me. Um, but we want you to stay home because what you need you. We feel like what you need you and that you could we, we could benefit from you being here. And mm-hmm. I got there and I created Talk Story and I created the shows Hulali on the Red Carpet and all of these ideas that I've had my whole life from my 17 20 year career on the mainland mm-hmm. and you've seen them come to fruition yeah. you know yeah oh that's that amazing have, yeah, felt amazing you know someone believing in you one and then two being able to like bring your ideas to life yes and, and that takes a gamble mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say that takes like a lot of like self-confidence to like i can do this like yeah. i can create a show that's not even created yet like yeah. i have a vision Right, and that vision kind of changed. Did I just hit something? No, and that was me. Okay, Um, so I really wanted to do something that featured all the wonderful people from Hawaii growing up in the entertainment industry. I Mm -hmm. wanted, you know, musicians, and then it turned to athletes. And then we were able to, last year, turn it to water rights, you know? Like, we could do skits with Josh Totofi. We have hula (laughs) with, you know, groups programming around Mary Monarch. I mean, mm-hmm. being a hula dancer since yep. I was four years old and now the shows that I produce and create and write and host and edit, they're the hour before the hugest music, the hugest hula festival in mm-hmm. the world. Like, mm-hmm. these are all things that are just like, even talking about them now, I'm like, wow! It's so cool. It makes me want to cry because it's just like, those were dreams and intentions that I feel like uh, any kid here in Hawaii can do and make happen. I'm literally emotional. Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh, no, no, no. I'm like feeling you. Yeah. Oh, so so. We for love you. this energy. And yeah, yeah. It's just you. You set intentions, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, Emmys. We just came back from the yeah. Emmys. Yeah, congratulations. Mm-hmm. That show, this dream show that probably three years ago wasn't expecting this guys <laughs> um, but even with the Emmys, this is well, a first we've never had anybody cry on well, I'm thinking about it, like, gosh, in three years yes, and I'm like yeah. never when tooting your own horn of like having a show and it having eight nomi- Emmy nominations that in three is years so is just insane. like ridiculous yeah mm-hmm. okay I'm back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to reflect like this yes, because I'm yes. just keep yeah. going yeah. and I keep creating and then and, and, and yeah, in your space, you're you're sharing other people's stories, you know, and like this. You're shining really, really, the light yeah. on other amazing people and things that are happening in Hawaii, and you're yeah. just like the bridge to those yes. people and uh-huh. those stories. Yes, and I want to encourage the next generation of storytellers, mm-hmm. just like you do, of mm-hmm. like what we do best. We're all three of us are amazing at our jobs, mm-hmm. and w- at one point we're gonna want to retire, believe it or not. <laughs> oh God, um, maybe some of us sooner than later. <laughs> um, but I really do aim to I- inspire this next generation. Keep Hawaii, Hawaii, and um, 
just really help keep the positive and because people are just you know i have a very big abundance activist attitude Mm -hmm. and abundance over scarcity and i'm trying to just you know especially these kids like kind of knock some fear out of them and Mm -hmm. just let them really shine their light so yeah those kids are Mm -hmm. so like naturally talented i've like gotten to mentor some high school kids in filmmaking and i'm like they pick up like so fast and Mm -hmm. they have new ideas and fresh ideas and i'm like that they're like i have hope for the next generation as you should i think their future is incredibly bright i think once Mm -hmm. we get we're shaking off this pandemic and we're Mm -hmm. shaking off a lot of things that were uncomfortable but they're Mm -hmm. the ones who are going to shine yeah for sure Mm -hmm. can you share with us some um some stories that you have or maybe some interviews that have like really made you chicken skin like give made you um, affected you yeah. yeah in some way I've had a bunch you know um and I always say this but I just have to Oprah I've gotten to interview her twice that's Amazing. so crazy yes yeah. and she just was so kind she held my hand during both interviews are you serious wow. yes like I have a photo of it <laughs> got her to shotgun one of them and she just loved I love that when I was on the, in LA and in Hollywood, people could recognize that I was from Hawaii. That was so important to me mm-hmm. that they could pick up my energy, my aloha spirit, mm-hmm. uh, and that is really it meant a lot. Something, yeah, something to be proud of for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, some other moments. I mean, Stevie Wonder was pretty much up there. Uh, wow. Know, George Clooney was really kind. Um, as far as like entertainer Snoop Dogg was always fun. Yeah, he's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, Khalifa, <laughs> Kim Kardashian was like oh, really. Wow. She was like late to an MTV VMAs. Do they still even have VMAs? <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, think they do. So? Yeah, 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 I think so. Um, she was so sweet. I was like late, and people can hate on her all she wants, but she's a billion okay yeah. I'm like, you know, she's sure. got her game down yeah. um but she apologized i waited like and our cameras would put down the cameras and everything and she was like i'm so sorry i'm late and i'm like okay kim kardashian you could be sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um but i appreciated that she apologized she didn't have to do yeah, that usually mm-hmm. people yeah they don't care they're like hurry yeah. up ask me my question um eva longoria is great Ooh. i mean yeah just countless amount of people yeah how about being back home in hawaii yeah, like having some local getting, stories yeah getting to have conversations with people in hawaii like um what have been some that just stick out to you I really loved interviewing Colton Wong because I feel mm. like he has such a great story of his passion for, for not only a sport, but his love for his mother, mm-hmm. which Aww. is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I love talking to Uncle Moon Kowakahi from the Maka Sons. I grew mm. up with yeah. him, but I just recently had him on Hula's Life, and he's written over a thousand mele. Wow. That's crazy. And wow. I was, you know, and next week I'm hosting Legend. the Native Hawaiian Convention as well as the 45th Annual Nahuku Hanohano Awards. Mm-hmm. And when you think about, you know, perpetuation of our culture, of our people, of our language, mm-hmm. um, these are the people who do it. So Uncle Muni was was great. Yeah. They're what all a, awesome. What an honor to interview such a legend <clears throat> and, like, be able to capture their, their stories mm-hmm. from their own you know from from their own mouths like yeah and sharing it you know i think that's why like yeah the, the whole reason why we started this whole thing was like you know we're, we're filmmakers we're storytellers and it's like we get to talk to all these people and whatnot but there was never like a platform where we could share it that's like the whole thing yeah the, mm-hmm. the yeah. whole thing is entirely not cut up right that's so. my problem i'm gonna tell you all right now <laughs> and my crew gets mad because they're like two time right i'm like no and so yeah, yeah. I, i'm like i am have a 48 30 show 48 minutes and 30 yeah, seconds yeah. Mm-hmm. and i have like three hours of content <laughs> how do we cut this down yeah and yeah. it's my job to do that and then i dislike myself later but i literally i have this these moments with these legends mm-hmm. um, yeah. that 
not a lot of people get anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff maybe won't see the light of day for 40 years, but at yeah. least I have it. I have it you know? Yeah, yeah. You have, yeah. It's so valuable. Just make sure to back that up. Yeah, that's <laughs> back it up. I'm going to go Best Buy. This one teaches me many tricks with the... <laughs> Random text me. I'm always like, which computer should I buy? <laughs> Andrew's like, gold, uh, la, la, la. I won't give all your secrets, Andrew. Uh, get the student discount. <laughs> he literally told me to do that. And I used his name. When was the last time you were a student, Andrew? Uh, <laughs> Yesterday. Hey, always learning, always learning. Yeah. Life, life student is, of yeah, life. Yeah, student of life. I do, though. I have a new iMac. I have no idea how to use. But. It's like, oh, can I get a student discount? I'm a student of life. <laughs> it works. It works. But I do love going, getting back to what you're talking about, like the, to be able to do podcasts like this and to be able to share. Um, you know, there's a lot of rules for television too. Mm-hmm. Podcasts, mm-hmm. you can be a lot more explicit, not mm-hmm. explicit, but a lot more just raw, vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think you know, like we always say this too, like selfishly, like, we're we're the ones like gaining all this like valuable wisdom and mm-hmm. like hearing these stories and mm-hmm. whatnot. And yeah. That's what we hope our viewers get, you know, or listeners and whatnot too. So. Um, yeah, we're stoked. Um, yeah, tell us about some exciting projects that you have coming up because I'm sure you have things percolating. Yeah. Always, <laughs> always percolating. So I had three goals this summer and it was a new headshot, a new host reel, and a new website. And these are things that I want for a national level. I feel mm-hmm. like we've done we've done so much work and we have a beautiful brand and a beautiful following mm-hmm. with Talk Story. Yep. But it's now what do we and how do we take it to the next level? So I want to book a national show. And yeah, how do we girl. do that? We're yeah. going to do it yes. haven't quite figured it out yet but we're gonna do it it's mm-hmm. the intentions there and again align to abundance mm-hmm. we have um many shows i have goodwill goes glam coming up which mm-hmm. is really great oh cute the native hawaiian convention yeah that's another show mm-hmm. created of out of my love for thrifting <laughs> again and like they it was the pandemic and they're like hey do you want to put together a show about thrifting and people helping people in the community i'm like okay yeah goodwill goes glam which is great have you ever been uh-uh. Okay, so it's huge at the Blaisdell. And oh, they okay. take it over. I and love thrifting. I yes. go to, we have a thrift store in Waimea, and every Tuesday, me and the girls are over oh, there. Nice. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, there's Lululemon for $6 over here. <laughs> That's great. No, I've been working with them for a while, so I have that coming up. I have some really exciting Christmas specials Ooh. that are going to be so, yeah, it's going to be incredible. So I actually wiped off my board yesterday because I'm into 2023 yeah all the things mm-hmm. so so you know with all of this and all of these projects you're involved in like what are some things that kind of like keep you grounded or like focused and aligned with mm-hmm. your vision right because like, i'm sure like there's so many opportunities coming at you and you're like how do you how do you, how do you pick and choose like, yeah, and, like what do you find say, that balance you know say yes to I'm a very big feeler and an empath in a way. So uh-huh. when I when certain things feel right, I I, I say yes. And if things don't quite feel like I really want to share my energy with, and I and I kindly and I'm learning the power of no is, mm-hmm. is actually not That's a huge. bad. It's not yes. a, a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but to stay grounded, I stay with my family. I actually because I'm with people so much, I've been finding myself like in solitude in my home by myself yeah, uh-huh. yeah. just like yeah. safe solo and just like and just trying to center and ground you know next week i'm going to be on live television for three hours and then in front of 1200 people for three days and it's just that's a lot of energy that yeah. you as one person mm-hmm. has to give out mm-hmm. so i've really been learning how to protect my energy ground i'm really into like mind valley which is just teaching mm-hmm. you about you know focus and and just a frequency that we can all meet at mm-hmm. to elevate mm-hmm. others around us. Yeah. So, uh. like, what what kind of tools are you using? Like, 
like you, uh, you talked Besides about vision mind board mm-hmm. you talk about mind valley yeah so that i think vision board i love reiki i love grounding we're so blessed to be here in hawaii to mm-hmm. be able to go out to the ocean you can even <laughs> can i pick up my <laughs> yeah, slippers yes, i yes. mean yes. i picked up these slippers <laughs> because this is how much i love grounding y'all okay um for just, those of you just listening she's her slippers is like yes. turf and like, it's like yes. <laughs> but i love them um but grounding and centering <laughs> getting some workout i'm still working on the meditation game mm-hmm. yeah are you, guys good at, are you good at meditating no I'm, I'm trying to get better like yeah. with, with all these podcasts i'm like i listen to a lot of podcasts here and like everyone we talk or i listen to they talk about meditating so many successful right. people uh-huh. have like mastered that but i also like i i listened to something about like somebody else was saying you know meditation doesn't have to be like the what you see everybody doing like med- closing your eyes and meditating it could be you're meditating in movement like yeah. while you're like walking or running or working out you, it's like that state of Your mind form of meditation. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. like state it can mind. take on mm-hmm. different forms and i'm like oh yeah same like because we're always talking and giving out energy. When I'm in the car, I used to always listen to podcasts. Mm. And now I'm just like, I just like silence. Yeah, yep. just I drive silence. home in silence. Yes. Yeah. It's so nice. I just started doing hypnotherapy. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's been, and it's so great because for someone like the both of us as, as business owners and content creators and story, and you're always like figuring out things in your head, to be taken out of your head mm-hmm. for an hour is mind changing yeah, like well, mind blowing yeah no, i'm Life-changing. constantly i'm sure everyone like we're all just constantly thinking about things and problems to solve and yeah. it's hard for me next? too though andrew yeah. to really get into that state of meditation um but just just really just trying to be still mm-hmm. has been really helping me tell us about more about hypnotherapy because i've done it once before it was like a combined with like past life regression yes i did that too yeah it was wild. It yeah. was so wild. But tell us about your journey with that. So I started with a past life regression and I flew to San Francisco to do that. And it was also just to be, again, out of this. Like we have to, mm-hmm. there's so yeah, yeah, much yeah. thought, I think, with us on social media all the time, with mm-hmm. what we do for work. Um, it was so nice to be walked into other realms or mm-hmm. other ways that you could have possibly lived a past life mm-hmm. for me having mm-hmm. her do it um and i i love that i have this super titta milk chick from waimanalo hey. no <laughs> my house and um she is amazing and her name's hannah she just says hey tira click lick total titta <laughs> and she just walks you through and you come to a really nice relaxed state and you are just really taken mentally into a place of peace mm-hmm. which is i think a lot of us need more mm-hmm. these days yeah for sure so, yeah and then after you're given some activities to kind of um, talk yourself down even at night mm-hmm. you know to get to bed i have a hard time going to sleep yeah mm-hmm. mind's always, always racing thinking, yeah. always thinking about the next thing uh-huh. creating that reading i just went to deepak at hawaii theater and oh. he had some great number one thing on on his pillars was rest mm-hmm. you know for mindfulness and well-being mm-hmm. um eating healthy i realized how much sugar i put in my body mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah. And just moving around, you know, has been helpful yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking too- about, no, I'm talking, no, I was, we're, I was talking, we we're talking about the past life regression. I'm like, I, I was thinking, I wonder what Angie was in his past life. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> you should do it. I sh- yeah. Like now that I'm hearing all these things, like. You have such a like old soul mm-hmm. and, I, I'm, and I'm like, you're probably, I don't know. I'm trying to think of maybe like a teacher. Some He's wise. a shaman. Yeah, <laughs> shaman. Yeah. <laughs> maybe could have been Egypt. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, no. That's, that's interesting because, yeah, I've been thinking about it, especially with talking with Kobe and, you know, we mm-hmm. talked with Rihanna and then like other people bringing up like spirituality and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, I was thinking like maybe I should just try it and see. 
I think you should. Yeah. And I put I put a GoPro. I have my whole thing recorded, oh, and I've listened like, to it like two to three times, and it's just mine it's it's helped me heal too yeah they talk about they talk about like um you know like past like or generational trauma or whatever but then there's also like past life trauma that you kind of carry into your current life karmic contracts yes energy which is andrew's like all right this 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 podcast has taken on i know it just went like a whole different direction (laughs) (laughs) but when you talk about what's been helping me especially post pandemic Mm -hmm. it's just really been losing myself in books stillness abundance over scarcity Mm -hmm. and just not you know overthinking everything the way Uh i used to talk talk a little about that abundance over scarcity um, mindset, mindset that you you talk about if you think of and i just had the best conversation with a friend last night but honestly like what we've talked oops what honestly what we've talked about too like i created my own lane like what yes. i've done what i've done in my life and like mm-hmm. everyone has their own lane mm-hmm. i am not an exception to the rule mm-hmm. you have done mm-hmm. this we might have similar companies that do the same thing but you don't do what yeah. she does. She mm-hmm. doesn't do what you do. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own hulali, as I like to call it. And we, like, a therapist told me once that there's an ATM in the sky. And once you get that PIN number, it doesn't stop. That flow. Ooh, that, ooh. Skin. <laughs> that flow doesn't stop. And, and sometimes we might forget the PIN. We might go and put the wrong number. We might go to the wrong bank. But there's an ATM in the sky full of abundance and full of things that were predestined for us, things that are out there for us to grab and to get. And if we just stop worrying about everybody else, you're the best person, you're kind, and I live my life. I mm-hmm. trust your path, walk by pick. Oops. Trust your path, walk by faith, and always believe your best is yet to come. Sky's the limit. Mm, Completely. So good. Uh, the ATM is the There's an ATM room. out there. It is. <laughs> it is. And you don't got to pay $2. To get- yeah, there's no fee. <laughs> there's, there's no, no fee. <laughs> there's no fee. No. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yes. It's a good one. And I have to remind myself. Uh, we should do like a like a McKenna like a talk story uh, like we should do like a collab of all the powerful things we can teach people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Let's do it. I'm just I'm just like in awe of like all of like your approach to life and abundance and vision and where do you think you get that? I mean, was that taught to you? Uh, yeah, you know, my dad always jokes. He's like, you know, you get so fancy because I, like, cut them out. And I buy yeah. stuff from Michael's. I, like, have, like, jewels on it. And my dad's like, we used to do that on yellow pad paper. <laughs> oh, he Spread used to out. do that? He used to yeah. do that, too. He used to do that in his own way, and he would pin stuff up. But for me, you know, this a spiritual journey or this health is wealth mindset and abundance mindset comes from not winning all the time Mm, and not mm -hmm. you know rejection and having to believe that there's something else out there because you know for a lot of my LA career I've had a great career but I also probably went to a thousand auditions that I got maybe two or three jobs out of a thousand auditions Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so I think really knowing like you got to keep going Mm -hmm. and really believing in something bigger than myself yeah and I was grounded in faith from a young age with my Mm -hmm. mom and dad yeah, sure. that's huge. That's Very awesome. Big. I love that your dad did vision boards on the, on the yellow, yellow pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just writing it out. I think a lot of people don't realize that. But like once you write something. Write down your goals. It's yeah. out there in the universe then. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. not just in your mind. I have a tip too. When you write things down, write them in a blue pen. Because a blue pen holds you, for some reason, more accountable. Really? Yeah. So I have. And one of my mentors taught that to me. I'm like, should we order blue pens on Amazon? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I have blue pens everywhere. Um, But yeah, there's just some sense of uh, 
I don't know why he told me to do it right now, but he literally just for the rest of your life. Now you're going to blue pen. <laughs> it's yeah. where, yeah, but I'm a, I see something. I'll write it. I have a post-it queen, you know, right on my bathroom mirror. It says you're a smart cookie. So every time I look in the bathroom, <laughs> it tells me I'm smart. I have in my shower, like just words, words are powerful. Yep. Yes. Yep. Words mm-hmm. are very powerful. And if you tell yourself every day, I am smart, I'm mm-hmm. abundant, I am strong, I'm mm-hmm. fearless, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you, you start to really believe and it's kind of like this building block that helps you get through this crazy thing called life. Yep. Mm, that's so that's, true. So what what's what's like some tips or like an ad, like advice that you would give to someone like just like on this on this journey of life? But I mean, I guess just like trying to find themselves or you know like mm-hmm. build that confidence. Like when you speak to younger, you know, the younger yeah, generation yeah. about they're so I don't know what to do with my life kind of thing. Like, what would you tell them? Um, align and attune to it. I again, I when you ask me these questions of like, when did you know? I think it's just something that we work towards and Mm -hmm. it's just always wanting to be, for me, it was just always being a good person, making sure I reflected light, making sure I was elevating my culture. And I like to give these young kids and girls like, you know, the best advice that I can give them is validate from within. Mm. And that is really like speak your truth, be proud of who you are, you know, heal things that sometimes when you don't understand them come, you know, come to be. Yesterday I saw something that says, um, ego infuse your ego with essence which means you don't have to have like everybody has an ego Mm -hmm. you have you you, that's how you compete that's how you work hard Mm -hmm. um but if your essence of who you are and your ano as we say in hawaiian if you infuse you're like hey you know what i have this and it's gonna sit right here but my essence and my light and who i want to be and what i want to do is is bigger than this Mm -hmm. you win Mm. So, so good. So many good. Uh, I'm just dropping EK bombs. I know. I, know. <laughs> I see like a, Andrew like marking yeah, like, like mark, uh, real, mark. Instagram real. Instagram real. <laughs> I learned so much from Andrew. I really do. How come Andrew gets all the Andrew trying gets all the fun toys? <laughs> oh, I just borrowed this from a friend too. <laughs> I know. Thanks. I know. We still haven't. I know. Shout out to Pooh. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Pooh. I can borrow next. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like I found this table outside. Uh, borrowed the thing and. Studio. But that is how, you know, when you see Talk Story on TV, there's not one thing that's bought in that studio. Everything is either from a thrift store, (laughs) one of my hale in San Francisco, Los Angeles, or Austin, or something that is a makana that feels so good to me that's Mm -hmm. on that set. There's not one thing that's bought. That's awesome. Yeah, because you kind of brought home there, right? You built home there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think as entrepreneurs, you're like, you're like forced to be scrappy sometimes it's Mm -hmm. like we're not gonna just like wait and wait until we have like the perfect studio like we're just gonna like use what we have and i love that you guys did that and it's perfect yeah i think the execution part was like a huge thing right like we always talk about a lot of things and Mm -hmm. i mean for anything right and it's just like we're just like let's just do it and we'll learn as we go and And we're constantly learning and consistency because it's easy to start something but then it's like Oh, that 4 a.m. 4 a.m. call when I have to like fly yeah. up here. It's like, mm. okay, consistency, consistency. And it's worth it. You mm-hmm. know, I think even for having, you have two little girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you hope in this time for them to have? Like, because that's why I, I always say little girls, but it's these little boys as well. Mm-hmm. But what is, what are some of the things that you look for when you allow them to watch television? Well, no one's really asked us questions before. I know. Well, I just <laughs> no. My girls have been like the ultimate teacher, honestly, yeah. because I'm trying to like make 
um, sense of the world for them. And yeah. in the same time, I'm like making sense of the world for me. Like mm-hmm. what's important? What do I want to teach them? And then I need to kind of like figure that out in my head and like really understand that before I teach them. And then even having girls like being like loving yourself and believing in yourself and like dreaming big. I can't tell them to do that if I'm not doing that, yeah. you know? That's powerful. Yeah. Very cool. I, you know, when we were talking, I flashed on this too because I just became on July 1st the VP for Hawaii for the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences for the oh. Emmys. Go girls. And that yes. happened on July 1st, but this is, again, just reflecting with you guys, a girl from Kuli Valley, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Who wanted to inspire young girls that you have to raise and teach today. Mm-hmm. So full circle, make them drink vision board for your girls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be cute, like a little kid vision hey, board session. Give them blue pens, though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the blue pens. <laughs> Andrew, what would be the first thing on your vision board? First thing on my vision board? <laughs> Wait, oh, the table's really <laughs> hot. <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> the table's um, in turn. I think, I think for me, um, I think the biggest thing is like, I, I grew up in a family where my parents were always working hard. They made sacrifices. You know, they immigrated from Vietnam and like, for me, I just want to be able to, like, give back to them somehow. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like, at the top right now. Like, just, mm-hmm. like, taking care of them, taking care of myself. But then just, like, I don't know. I think that's, like, the biggest thing that drives me and, and why I work so hard. Right. I just want to be able to, like, create that freedom for them. And I don't know. You know, if you feel that sense of, like, you 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 don't have to. But you I feel like you the sense to. to repay them somehow. So mm-hmm. that's huge for me. Um, that's an amazing why. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so that, that's one. like my big why, you know, like yeah. why I'm working so hard and like doing all these different things. Just trying like, I want to retire my parents. Mm, there you, you know, go. I want to retire Megan's parents. I want to mm-hmm. retire myself. <laughs> I, I, told, I told you guys. I told you already. That's why we're inspiring the next generation. Yeah, I, yeah it's really important. But I feel like w- with us too, um, I'm already like, what is next, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, How always. do we get there? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of work to do to get hawaii to a place where it needs to be for the next generation mm-hmm. so it's yeah like- so we, we 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 kind of like talked with that with malia and like her episode she talked about how like hawaii as a you know like we're getting priced out of hawaii and all these things and all these mm-hmm. issues and stuff but for you to come home and like share stories and give back to your you know to your homeland you know that's mm-hmm. huge and like that's so much respect and mm-hmm. thank you there's a yeah. lot more to be done yes. and i think you know this as i prepare fall season of of K5 and talk story really concentrating on health and mind wellness and all of that in in our community is really important for us to encourage each other to keep going because mm-hmm. right now I think it's not it it it's and I got to get back to the abundance over scarcity because there's a lot out mm-hmm. there but there's also a lot of of fear yeah you know? mm-hmm. I mean we are coming out of a pandemic and like a lot of people's lives have been turned upside down so mm-hmm. it makes sense but yeah like we need to like take that power back I'm with it. I'm yeah. with you guys. Yeah. yeah, you did. I think, yeah, like the big story you did recently was the the whole water situation, right? Yeah. And I remember we were on a shoot and she got a text and was like, oh my God, they just like passed the bill to like shut down the mm-hmm. thing. And I was just like, mm-hmm. but then you were like one of the very ones, like, you got emotional too because you were like one of the first ones to like walk it, you know, mm-hmm. actually go yes, in there. Yes, I was. You're involved in all these huge stories that have such a huge impact in yeah, Hawaii Yeah, tell too, us so. about that. Tell us about that. Um, I am not going to take credit for for that at all because that was literally I was invited into a co'a by a very good friend of 
mine and I'd never been to a, a ceremony before which is where an altar that is built where you call in your kupuna your ancestors it's a place where you bring offerings and I have chickens and talking yeah, about yeah, it yeah. because um, <laughs> I that was literally my kupuna working through me mm. and it was something that happened I went to the ko'a on a Sunday and we had a full-fledged show three weeks later and that was through the help of many people in this community but that is and you're right it, it was a huge impact that show Oli Kavai means so much to me because it was shown at Kamehameha schools mm -hmm. they had a viewing party for the Leeward Community College and I'm not going to cry again but I'm telling you but I'm telling you like these the, those are the moments where I'm just like wow you know mm -hmm. because I, I have to tell you guys I work right around the corner over here and mm -hmm. I am there sometimes 20 hour days and mm -hmm. I'm like why do I do like why why do I care why mm -hmm. why why am I kind of why why <laughs> and it's stuff like that mm -hmm. it's moments like that like my heart's so warm right now of just mm -hmm. thinking of how many people that affected and there's plenty of that to come mm -hmm. you know a mm -hmm. lot more of that yeah that's the change I love it it's like entertainment variety sketches with Josh Chitofi and water rights but that's the change that you talked about like making when you decided to come back home like yeah. th those are the Hawaii needed that for sure yeah yes. thank you Hawaii Rick definitely Katie. needed you yeah. yeah yeah and I'm here to tell everyone listening right now too Hawaii needs you too Hawaii yeah. needs you Hawaii needs you every single person who's committed to living in this place to being in this place to elevating this space Hawaii needs you, your mm -hmm. light, your what you want to bring. Mm -hmm. um, this is not, and this is something I've been really concentrating on as I go into this huge week next week, is that attuning to this frequency that I believe in where it's like, it's, it's, an, it's the space I want to live in is non-competitive. Mm -hmm. It is elevating, it's uplifting, it's positive. It is someplace where we can all feel safe being our authentic selves, mm -hmm. but be and doing what we are when we mm -hmm. become that mm -hmm. we're all getting to this place of this authentic self mm -hmm. but then when you get there run with it yeah. Mm -hmm. run with it mm -hmm. like go you know and, yeah. and pick what you want to do we're, we all do different things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Chicken uh, skin. Let mind. me mark that. <laughs> so I'm coming back next Friday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We have a new host now. <laughs> you got this, McKenna. <laughs> I'm going to shooting. No, we're going to go back to Waimea. That is like, yes. you're living my dream life. Like, Waimea we're is like so, my dream. We're so lucky to live there. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was that was a dream. Where I did not grow up there. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Kau, which I also love. Um, My like, tutu's from Kau. Oh, really? Yes. Very cool. Yeah. There's a lot of Kau connection. Uh -huh, we were just talking uh -huh. to Malia Kaihui. She, her family's from there, too. Um, but yeah, I would, growing up, we would go to Waimea and I'd be like, wow, like, people actually live here. Mm. It's just like a dream. It's like the cows are happy just grazing in the green grass. It's just Wait, you guys just had Molly Kaihue on the show? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I love her. So she and I, she actually just came to San Francisco for the Emmys as well. But her younger sister, Puo, is my best friend in seventh and eighth grade. So I've Aww. known Malia since... Aww. I was like 13 years old. Yeah, so yeah. many connections out here. Powerhouses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and really, like, we're going to talk about powerhouse, raising eight children. Yeah. I don't know how. On top of her eight businesses. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, Go watch how? that episode if you haven't. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Every I time love she her. posted something on Instagram, I'm like, how? I know. How are you doing that? <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Very cool. I love them. Um, I know we talked about your journey, talked about advice, what's next. Um, like, is there anything else you want to share with this world? Yeah. Like, you know, the listeners, like anything, any nuggets you want to leave <laughs> behind? The nuggets? <laughs> no. And I, I just want to thank you guys both for having me. This has thank been you for really, being on, yes. it is so great to kind of just, um, 
I think what I really want to go for is we, we're actually closing out this 2022, but I cannot speak enough about the abundance that we all have. And mm-hmm. if you can just attune to that instead of being fearful of not paying your bills or mm-hmm. not paying your, you know, of being short of something, really know that there's more out there for you and it's going to happen, you know, just keep the faith. 10,000%. I love that. We all need a hug sometimes. We all need a pat on the back and we all need someone Mm -hmm. um, to tell you it's going to be more than okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Surround yourself with good people. Listen to inspiring things. Kindness is gangster. (laughs) Oh, yes. That's a good one. Turn into a shirt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kindness is so gangster. And I think, you know, like just stop. I, I just wish that we would all go in the same direction, you know, and. I think being a political year as well, it's been very difficult for people mm-hmm. to, the divide mm-hmm. in Hawaiian, we say the hulihia, so it means like everything's been flipped over. We can't do anything about what's happened. It's how mm-hmm. we rise and how we continue that's going to make all the difference in the world. Mm. I believe that. So good. So good. Oh, thank thank you. you so much for sharing. This and, whole you know, conversation is just, yes. oh, it's giving me so much life. Thank you so much for thank being you for here. Thank you trip, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's worth it. It's the same like how you were saying. It's like, you know, you just. Um, Why? Yeah. yeah not about like it's not about making money we are not yeah, <laughs> making money not. out of this but it's like it just fills us so much mm-hmm. like to have these conversations and to be able to share it with our our friends our listeners our viewers and it's Hi, just <laughs> yeah this is yeah, great thank you for what you guys are doing for our community too it's yeah. really good thank yeah. you thank you so much thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode please subscribe like and comment and find McKenna oh yeah how can we find you you can find me all my handles are at McKenna Maduli. All right. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. I love you guys.